0: You're listening to the RYNJ podcast, bringing you information, insight and analysis of business news around the Garden State. I'm your host, Angela Kimlani. I'm joined today by New Jersey Department of Health Commissioner Dr. Sharif Al-Nahal to discuss medical marijuana expansion in the state. Thank you for joining me today, Commissioner. So tell me a little bit about what's going on with uh, this new program in the in the state.
1: We're really excited about it, Anjali. Uh, the first thing to mention is that these are businesses that have a lot of experience in exactly what we set out to do, which is to quickly set up a responsible and effective medical marijuana dispensary on behalf of patients, and that's the most important thing we looked for in the winners of the uh, request for applications. Uh, We also looked for a diverse uh, set of businesses and women-owned businesses, and we're happy to say that uh, not only do we have a a very experienced set of folks that uh, were chosen to advance, uh, but also minority and women-owned businesses which uh, help us uh, meet the requirement of having folks who understand what it might be for such a diverse state to deal with medical issues and benefit from medical marijuana and so uh, we're excited about this outcome Uh, we're seeing a tremendous growth of patients who are benefiting from medical marijuana and the growth in the dispensaries is in place first and foremost to meet that demand
0: i know some people have been looking at uh, the medical marijuana program as sort of a blueprint for
1: legalization well we have a model that's patient-centered Uh, Our mission in the Department of Health is to deliver the therapy to as many patients as possible who can benefit. And so that informs everything we do, uh, and it informed this request for applications and how we regulate uh, our businesses. Of course, some of that can likely be exported into a, a recreational use, adult use market. Uh, in the event that a law passes and the governor signed a bill, uh, we will be helpful in the nuts and bolts of that where we're asked and where that's needed. Uh, but I think it's important to uh, underscore that we are very focused on patients and will remain so.
0: And I know that you're talking about even more expansion um, in the coming year. That this is just sort of round one. Um, in the past year alone, you've just been able to more than double the amount of patients. You've expanded the use. You now added six more locations. What are we? looking for for the coming year.
1: Well, uh, Anjali, this won't be the first request for applications that we have. Uh, We've completed this cycle, we've doubled the supply and capacity as a result of that, Uh, but we know that patients are gonna continue to enroll in the program. We know that demand for this therapy was pent up for so long and we're continuing to see 100 patients a day enroll in the program and it's not slowing down. So there's going to be a need for more capacity. Uh, We now, we will soon have the regulatory authority to actually set up a request for applications for smaller businesses focused just on dispensing, just on cultivating, just on growing, uh, which will not only bring smaller businesses into the market, but will bring efficiency into the market, because when these players supply each other and sell to each other, the price point ultimately goes down because costs go down. And so we're particularly excited about that because it directly addresses uh, a major pain point for patients, which is the price of the therapy, which we're continuing to work on.
0: Some people say that this will, in fact, cut into the legal market or vice versa. Any concerns about that or any, you know, plans to deal with that?
1: Well, I know first and foremost that the governor is focused on maintaining uh, the medical market because he's seen personally patients that have come up to him saying how much medical marijuana has benefited. And by the way, this isn't just uh, young or middle-aged people. These are the very old uh, and in many cases, children. And so uh, the need for a medical market will still exist in an environment of adult use. And that's why it'll be important from an operational standpoint to maintain the medical marijuana program as a unique program. So I know that we have support from the governor on this. We have support from uh, the legislature who uh, maintains a focus on medical marijuana. And I think we'll be able to set things up even in the environment of adult use uh, to maintain that.
0: I know that there have been some concerns still, and, and I know that you've talked a lot to medical professionals about the implementation of this program, but there are still those that are concerned with it, with marijuana still being, um, you know, a, a controlled substance at the federal level, and how they can sort of skirt that. Are you still seeing as much pushback in before, and how are we dealing with this in the state?
1: It's a big barrier. So uh, the marijuana drug. Uh, is still considered a Schedule I drug by the federal government, which means by definition, as far as it's classified by the feds, that there's no medical benefit. And we know that that isn't true. Uh, We have peer-reviewed studies that show it isn't true. And of course, the anecdotal experiences I just mentioned. And so that's a really archaic rule, and it gets in the way of so many things, most notably research. Uh, Some criticism of the program is that we don't have enough research to demonstrate the benefit of medical marijuana. Well, that's because there isn't federal funding available to support that research. Uh, And it also uh, presents problems for patients uh, who need to travel, for example, and bring the the therapy across state lines. That's technically illegal federally uh, because of that classification. So that needs to evolve. And so we have a delegation at the federal level that's very supportive of that. Uh, Notably, Senator Booker, he already has a bill uh, to deschedule the drug uh, and is very progressive and is thinking about marijuana policy as well as other folks in the delegation. Uh, so we really hope to see that change because it would open so many avenues for responsible medical marijuana expansion.
0: And at that point, too, we can start looking at reimbursements, right? That's also one of the biggest issues, going back to your price point, that it's now still on the patient um, to cover this, which also restricts who can get into the program, right? Because you can't have the people who are lower income and et cetera be prescribed this.
1: It's such a critical point. Uh, Right now, you can't even submit medical marijuana to the FDA for approval, uh, which means that there's no insurance carrier that will cover the cost of the therapy. And that presents a major barrier from a cost standpoint. Uh, Right now, folks have to pay out-of-pocket cash for the therapy, uh, which is concerning, especially in the environment of an illegal market that continues. Uh, And so that's one way, for example, that adult use may actually benefit a medicinal market by uh, removing that incentive, or at least the price incentive for folks to go to an illegal market. Uh, What we have is a real need to think about policy solutions that will reduce the price point uh, in the absence of federal action uh, which may take uh, anywhere from months to many years to see Uh, we have no uh, reliable indicator of that and so we're actively working on that now alongside the governor's office and uh, the legislature
0: but it's still set to be sort of a booming business for the state Um, how do we compare it to others when it comes to medical marijuana
1: we have a lot of room to go to catch up where other states have seen their patient base expand tremendously. So I'll give you Michigan as an example. Uh, In the ballpark of hundreds of thousands of patients in that program, uh, we are approaching only 40,000 patients now. And again, our states have similar populations, similar medical issues. So we can expect to see the medical marijuana program uh, vastly expand even more than it has thus far. We've already doubled the number of patients. That's only because the initial number of patients was so low because the program was so restrictive. So we really expect to see that uh, patient base expand, and uh, we have a lot of room to go there.
0: Thank you so much for your time, Commissioner.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.